laugh. All right. Make America laugh again. All right. Mm-mm. You see it. So don't act like you, you don't. Better, you, better <laughs> don't be that. you don't act you like you up. don't. <laughs> you they going to test that clip. There will not be a cold open. We will not see that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma go say what I want I'm free to believe in my speech is blown And you need to receive if you need a phone what you want now The plan is started So listen to Sam and walk in Say whole core truths Gonna splash the contrast Cause it's the illegal opinions podcast Going right into it Make America uh, I'm hoping somebody pass it Like some, some racist white dude That's like we got another one And they start watching and then, yeah, what are they gonna do? They're gonna share it with the rest of their clan. And buddies. they'll share it. But yeah, they won't share it first. But they won't share the video. They'll just share the screenshot. Yeah. And yeah. go, we got one. See, here's another one that understands, you know. He must be at Isaiah Washington's house. You know, like oh. it'll be something like that. And Clayton then Bigsby. Oh my God. He got a whole picture on his Instagram in a MAGA mask. Who? Isaiah Washington. Oh, he's really that dude? Yeah, um, it's disgusting. Uh, but yeah, he is. He is that guy. Oh, man. He got, they got his ass out of here on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> so they figured out he didn't like gay people. Yep. Yeah. And that's what happened. They took him to that sunken place real fast. That's actually an interesting <laughs> thing to me about the entertainment industry. Like, there are, there are few people that run it, right? And Jewish from what gay. I've heard, from what I've heard, there are a lot of Jewish people, brothers and sisters, well, brothers anyway, <laughs> that got the power. And then there's gay people, like right under that. Mm-hmm. They will get you the fuck out of here. You better get with it. I'm telling you, LA is a different place. Yeah, don't slippery slope. See, Brandon made sure he wore a pink shirt today, just so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean you no harm, friends. Yeah. <laughs> we good, honey. <laughs> good with you, hunty. I like yeah. those those um those pink West West shirts you got out there though. I do like them shits. Thank you. That's one of them, right there. I know, nigga. I can read. I mean, I can barely see it, so I'm you know. Well, you old, nigga. You old too. How old is you? You 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 are. You're up there, okay. That full head of there. hair, just because you, you like you up there. possibly Dominican. Like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what up, what up? We made it, y'all. Welcome back to the Legal Opinions Podcast. The last Hold place on. for real talk. <laughs> what, Hold, on. Hold on. Why'd you give the Drake sigh right before you started talking? <laughs> Welcome back to uh, Legal Opinions. I'm explaining, on, and it has nothing right. to do with us starting the pod. First off, okay. you know what I'm saying. Right. There's All a right. lot of moving pieces when we start an episode, and uh, okay. I was I was feeling away from some shit I saw right before we started. But I'm gonna explain right. myself, man. Anyway, uh, welcome to Legal Opinions Podcast, the last place for real talk. Listen with an open mind to leave mad. The choice is yours. I'm the man you love to hate, Sam Ridley, in the building. <sighs> Sam, you get on my last <sighs> nerve. Damn russets. They throw me off. They throw me off, Marcus. They throw me off. Here with my man, 100 grand, Marcus Palmer in the building. What's good with you? What's up? What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing? Man. And, oh, and, yeah. And don't forget, 
And I, of course not. How could we forget? Yeah. Wake up, Mr. West. <laughs> thank you, Mark. Hey, Sam, thank you. Again. We are back with, with Brandon West of thank West West Clothing, stand-up uh, yeah. comedian, activist, uh, all-around rebel, man. I mean, Absolutely, what else man. can we say? You know what I'm saying? I, I go to what did you say? No, I stepped on your shit. That's my fault. No, you're good, man. You're good. I was just saying thank you guys for having me back again. Yeah. You knew you was coming back. That episode was fire, nigga. Like, That's pretty good. Uh, I, I, I find myself over at Brandon's page yesterday, day before, like every now and then, I just want to see how the fight is going. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I don't know about you, Marcus. And, and he just posts dope shit. Like if you ain't following him, oh, make sure yeah, you absolutely. follow him. Absolutely. And I'm like, let's see what the, the front lines is looking like. I know he out there protesting. Mm. This nigga mm-hmm. is chilling. No, wait, wait, <laughs> he was protesting. He would definitely set something on fire with some white people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This dude is on the beach, y'all, just chilling on out. Bonfires, you know what I'm saying? Making yeah. s'mores. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I didn't think I could do it until I saw the white people. There's white people 2.0 out there. Like, <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> they evolved? <laughs> they evolved. They're doing different shit now, man. So they were out there, like, they were, like, burning fires on the beach at 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, all right, man, so fuck it. Let's, let's do it. Let's Nobody do it. say a word. Nobody. He's you're here. Fires. You ain't in like doing this live from LA County, so nah. I'm assuming it again. went right. again. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Damn criminal. No, nah, I knew the proportions were right. It was about 95 five. So, once oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah oh, yeah, once, you was good to go. Yeah, yeah. Once I saw that flip flops and shit and cardigans and shit like that, I was like, all right, I'm cool. <laughs> flip flops and cardigans. <laughs> you know, that's one thing I always envied about. Because I do eventually want to move out to the West Coast, I think, is where I'm going to end up somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember seeing those fucking commercials for Disney. No, I'm sorry, for, uh, for California. Mm-hmm. And it was like, come out to California. We're not doing anything but just, you know, camping out inside of mountains and, you know, <laughs> surfing and having campfires on the beach with some fucking Matthew McConaughey motherfucker playing a guitar and... We're not doing anything. We're just chilling, walking through these redwoods. I'm like, man, fuck you, motherfuckers out there in California. Y'all got everything, Them including the weather. It beautiful. <laughs> it ain't always that. It really ain't. Oh, I know. I've seen South Central. It gets cold in L.A. They 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 don't show that. They don't show like every time Brandon up here, he talk about how shitty Van Nuys is. They don't show Van Nuys. <laughs> no, they don't show Van Nuys. I still shit on it every time. I hate Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> hate it. <laughs> They don't. They don't show Lancashire. You know what nah, I'm saying? That's nah. the stuff that's not gonna be up there. They give you the beach. They give you the Chinese yeah. theater that looks way bigger on TV than oh, yeah. it is in person. I was so disappointed. It's a low key AMC, bro. It's a low key. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they don't show you those uh those mortgage rates out that motherfucker. Oh yeah, no, they get you with that. You remember when they was doing comedy shows out of there because they wasn't making no money? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to make it seem like we made it, boy. They were selling yeah. that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it was like, you got to go in through the concession line like everybody else. Oh, damn. Former. It was, it was so hood. It was real. Hood. Get some snacks. That's when you know it was like, what's it? Once the, once the hood promoters get it, you know. It's oh, like, yeah. 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 All right. You guys, you guys need to pay taxes or something. Okay. I get <laughs> yeah. When a promoter got yeah. big in front of his name, just don't do it. Just yeah. don't do it. Or yeah. Lil. Yeah, but Big was the main one. I ain't gonna say his name. Oh, dude. okay, okay. 
please don't. Oh man. Hey, shout out to our, our Spotify listeners, man. The people that's following us on YouTube, that's loving this yeah. shit. Apple podcasters, the group on occasion. We love some of y'all, you know. <laughs> Most of y'all. Most Who's of y'all. You from Virginia Beach. Yeah. Who, who you on you? Me. Nobody calling me. Shit. And yes, my shirt says Make America Laugh Again. This is merch from uh the, the Marine of Comedy, uh Kevin Davis. I want that to be known right now. So that when they clip it and put it on Fox News as a black man with a Make America shirt on, it's clearly black as my skin, and I am not promoting that other shit. So it just says Make America. It says laugh. Yeah. Can you stop you saying go. that, Mark? Can you, yeah, can you stop saying that? Up. Get your posture up, nigga. Po- there you go. <laughs> Poke my chest out. Oh, man. Yeah. People good think to have you in a higher tax bracket and shit wearing that shirt. Make I America. am in a higher oh, tax bracket, did, but I'm still with y'all. It. He didn't make it. <laughs> Dog. See, all right, you just triggered me again. Um, my cousin, I only hear from this nigga every two, three years. Okay. Uh, he trying to rap, hit me up. Hey, what's up, cuz? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you already know when you get that message what the next thing is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He asked me for $90. He said, I need some studio time. Dog, you don't you don't want no studio time that's thirty dollars an hour. He said it's only thirty bucks. It's cheap. I was like, if you ain't got yeah. that, you ain't ready. To bedroom. Be- <laughs> I was like, Just buy a microphone. You yeah. can, for cheaper, right? <laughs> buy a microphone. Buy a sing and say, and just kick it at the crib. Sing and say, dog. That's all you got to do for that. Did you give it to him? No, I didn't give it to him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I started hipping him to game, dog. I was like, bro. Well, first off, I was like, look, last time I heard from you, you asked me for a bottle of Ciroc because you had court the next day. Mm. Like, you just on the wrong shit, like, all together. And then I know he's been rapping for a minute. We've been doing comedy for a minute. As a creator, as an entertainer, I get it. So I was like, where's your YouTube? Where's your Instagram? Where's the stuff you have done? Where, you don't have none of that. Zero followers on Instagram. Ain't care. He's like, well, I'm blood gang. I don't need all that. All right. Oh, wow. All right, man. All right. Um, you ain't going to okay. get it from me, though. But no, that's not why when I started the pod, I sighed like Drake or some shit. Is that what you said? I sighed like Drake. Hey, Drake sigh. Like, what's going on? Nah, man. Um, I was looking, like, we were starting getting everything going. I was closing shit. Yeah. And I flipped the, like, reload button on Facebook and everybody's stories pop up. Yeah. All the way across the top of my phone was women taking a picture of their legs in the pool. You know that that picture they take where yeah. they hashtag good times and oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, ladies, why why do y'all think we like that? And I know what they'll you know say. What? It's not for you. Who is it for? It's not for nobody. I, I I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not with it. I it's, don't get it. it's it's dumb looking like yeah, y'all I, taking a, I, it's cankles and chlorine like what is the point of this there's picture no, there's no good it's not i don't know what it is i don't know i don't you know it's fun it's funny is because you brought that up and i don't have the heart to say it but my family be doing that shit and i'm like <laughs> i don't have the heart to say it but here it go <laughs> i want to say it i want to tell my sister like what are you doing like <laughs> sit down like i don't know what is what is it? Is it like a hashtag thing? Why does everybody do that? I I don't. I think it's just to show like, okay, I'm outside now because I couldn't go outside for so long. Now I'm outside. I'm finna enjoy this last piece of summer, even though I think most of those pictures are from like you know spring 2018. And shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I think it's a worry-free picture too. I think 
they feel like, well, dudes just like to see our legs. They like to see us in something skimpy. And, you know, they'll take 50 pictures of their face before they yeah. post one good one online. So this is safe, I guess. But what I'm going to do with your knees? Like, I don't understand. Maybe for dudes that have a foot fetish, maybe that's their thing and it works. Maybe that's it. That's the only logical thing that makes sense to me in that because it just looks crazy i'm like who are you trying to impress with this are other women looking at these pictures going damn i wish i was in some leg deep water right now Nah, you gotta i mean if you could see the comments which you can't i guess because it's on the story but if you see the comments that they put it on their page it'll be oh yeah girl you doing it live it up up your best life yeah yes and then and then on the flip side of that is the dudes just like hey what's up yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody in the always. I see you got them legs out. Okay, see, I see you Old got heads. them legs Old out. Bro, <laughs> Old heads are on that shit. Like I'm just oh, like, yeah. like, I'm just too desensitized for that. Like they're nah. Okay. I don't know what. The oh way. yeah, but that's, you know every, crazy. That's every chick in LA doing that that thing. Yeah, at first I thought desensitized. It was Why wasn't that movie on Netflix Love more blown out of proportion? I don't understand why there was no outrage for that. Have you seen that, Brandon? What is it? It's a movie that's just called Love on Netflix. And yo, I didn't watch the whole movie. I didn't either. <laughs> I, I'm not going to. This is, Brandon, I'm, I'm going to tell you just like this. And when we get out of here, I want you to go to it while me and Marcus is still up here. It might be some bonus yeah. content. Yeah. It's just called Love, dog. That's it. Watch the first 45 seconds. Of Yo. that movie, I'm not even gonna ruin it right now because I want to see what happens. It's, it's wild. so wild, it's so fucking wild. I uh watched that shit um because I went to, I went to my little search thing, like I went to search for some other shit, and of course it's like fucking a million movies come up, and the first one, and this is why I think Netflix is having a problem because the first movie that was up there was Love. Yep. So regardless of I mean, unless you have it in a kid's section or, or, or um, the parental shit turned on, if you went to search, love was right there. And I'm like, I heard people talking about this shit. Let me turn this motherfucker on. I'm watching this shit, and when I tell you I can't believe my eyes, <laughs> I mean, I'm watching this shit. This is the first, the first minute and a half at most of this fucking movie. I'm watching this shit. I'm like, that has to be, that can't be real. It has to be CGI. It has to be some fucking James Cameron avatar shit going on. Cause this shit is different. Yeah. It's the whole movie. Cause I, cause after that, cause I did, I, I treated it like a, um, I treated it like a, uh, like I treated monsters ball. Right. Cause when I watch, like once I found out what was going on in the monsters ball, I've never seen monsters ball. I've seen. Oh yeah, <laughs> you seen what you needed to see, right? I seen Monsters Ball. I own that DVD. I still never watched that. <laughs> I don't know what happens at the end. I have no idea. Oh, nothing. <laughs> Diddy in jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hey, okay, my bad. I got. Uh, how you doing, Sam? Like, let's get. I guess let's get back on. No, no, no. You are good, man? Because that—that's right. exactly how I felt. Like thumbs were in places thumbs shouldn't be. Bro, like, it was nuts. I ain't never did that shit, but yeah, I dog. was like, yo, yeah, that thumb thing. I was like, what's he do? Who does that? I don't know, man. It Who does strange. that? Brandon, you, you got to watch this shit, bro. Everybody, 
listening to this pod, watch the first 45 seconds of love. And you know, this, what's crazy, that's how it was brought to me. Hey, just check yeah. out the first minute, dog. Man, it is insane. It's the most insane first minute of any movie, right? Any movie, probably. Yes, any movie. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, why is this flying? And I remember the whole shitstorm that happened over Showgirls. Yeah. Showgirls yeah. is got nothing on love. Man, nothing. Not a guy, no, no, nothing. Nothing on you, baby. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. It's I'm, what would even be close? Booty talk? No, I mean that <laughs> <laughs> a whole booty talk tape. West Coast Productions. Yeah, man. Like it's it's nuts. The only thing it was missing was Mr. Marcus with a hat on. Like that's the only thing missing. Oh man. But yeah, man. Um, I had a good weekend, uh, regular shit. Finally uh sat down and I had to see this project power. Had to see it. Um, I know Brandon hasn't seen it. Um, so we're not gonna spoil it for him. Uh Mm -hmm. less to say. If you haven't seen it, it's a, one of the better movies you can watch on Netflix. They do a really good job of having some kind of baseline content and then being like, hey, we got this movie with, uh, you know, the better Hemsworth in it. And we got this movie with, with Charlize and a dope story. I know how you feel. Yeah. I know how you feel. We're not doing that. Yet. No, it's cool. No, and, uh, and now, it's a you know, fantastic movie. And, and Jamie Foxx, uh, you know, then came up with uh, Project Power and... Somebody described it as the X-Men if they was crackheads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's close. That's damn close. That was called a trailer. That kind of like what it looks like. I couldn't even be mad. Yeah. You know what? That was a kill, crazy ass. He friended a pod, a kill, yeah. over there to Bacchanal. Yeah, man. Uh, I couldn't even be mad at that description, but I thoroughly enjoyed the film. It was because whenever I watch something on Netflix, I automatically take two points off because I know I'm watching it at home. And with Jamie doing his thing, and this is how I've been feeling about Jamie Foxx. Like, I'm a big fan of his stand-up. I Might Need Security is probably one of my favorites off top. But with his movies, he either does an amazing job or a subpar job. There's no in-between with Jamie Foxx. And I was surprised in this movie that it held up for me. I I never at any point started going, here you go, doing that electro shit again. So, shit. yeah, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I agree. I, I, thought, I thought it was that, average. Average? It was I'm average. Gonna, I want to see it. But I thought that once it's funny that you say that because I know that he's doing Tyson. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was going to be his movie. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, when you get, like, two or three, man, and you get one good one with him. And he's right. built for Tyson in this movie. Yeah, so I'm like, he's yeah. putting all in Tyson. I'm like, what is this? This is some off-brand shit he's about to just throw out there, and it's on Netflix. So I'm like, all right. He's I mean, Tyson it was Big. It was something that Netflix just put some money behind to me. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, the story is, it's, it's, there's nothing, there's nothing innovative about the story. I don't expect it to be. Um, it's, you know. Yeah, for, for uh, those of y'all uh, that, go ahead. I don't want to give it away. Um, but, you know, it's, it's Jamie Foxx out there, you know, being a father and, you know, the whole rescue mission thing, that's not giving away shit. All right. Yeah, it's um, yeah, previous. I thought the, the, the part about it being a drug and for it lasting for five minutes, I thought was a dope idea. Yeah. It was like, okay, so this isn't just like you could take this shit and now you got superpowers forever. Nah, you had to, like, fucking time management and shit. 
So <laughs> <laughs> take that bitch too early, you get your ass fucked up. You, Hell you know, yeah. So, you're fighting but, a real um, nigga in the parking lot at, at six minutes, you're going to get your ass beat. Yeah, you yeah, he's going to fuck you up. So, yeah, you better do dope. what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> you better put that work in between that 459 because if not, your ass about to be grass. You hear your, father, um, hear your watch beep in the middle of whooping his ass? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I, I, I thought, oh shit. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Wait a minute, man. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Take another one. But um, that was Machine Gun Kelly in there too that I kind of realized after the first scene. Um, it was him. Wow. Okay. I just uh, put that together. They should have had not, him I'm come not, in there was, and just bar him up real quick. It was cool. It was cool. It was worth the watch. Got I didn't like the ending though. I thought the ending like the was kind of like, I hated the ending. Ending was super duper trash. I, I mean, the very, the very, very end. Not everything that led up to that. The very, very end of the movie. I know okay. we're talking in fucking nothings, but well, I don't even want to ruin it. For me, I need a movie yeah. to be out for two weeks. It's been out a no, week cool. at the time of this yeah. pod coming out. Any, yeah, yeah. We'll sure. spoil it next pod for sure. Oh, we're going to fuck um, it up next pod. So y'all got a fucking week. Yeah. Uh, and we going <laughs> to. <laughs> um, but yeah, like going back to what you just said, the whole concept of five minutes was the twist to me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because otherwise, we got another. We just had Code 8 with Stephen Amell with the whole mm -hmm. powered people thing. And that was subpar. It was good when you saw it. And then it has no replay value. I would actually right. watch this again just to see what I missed. And, and the special effects was dope. It's the same yeah. company that did old garden extraction. So I think they got a good beat on what Netflix needs. I'll give well, them that. Give them, give, get, get you a superstar, right? Put some money behind it. The formula. Make sure, make sure the story is at least halfway decent. I thought extraction was better than both of these. Well, I haven't seen the other one, but I think I thought Extraction was probably the best movie, Netflix uh, original movie I've seen. Oh, period. Like, period. Period. Okay. Not series, but Netflix movie. That Extraction is fucking hard. That's a hard ass movie. Yeah, he he did his shit in that. He really did. Uh, with this one, one of the things that I really loved about it, and I didn't catch it right off. I don't know what I was doing, but the pow. I thought each pill at the onset, and I'm not giving shit away. This is just something I just fucking messed up on. Yeah. I thought each pill was a different power. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if I take one, all right, I'm Iceman today. If I take another one, um, I'm whack as fuck. You know, I'm something else with, with barely nothing. But it's tied to your DNA. So, you know, whatever your power is, every time you take a pill, you're going to have the same effect in it. What if you I have, like, a whack-ass power? One dude, remember... Say shit. Remember, yeah, they yeah. said they say when you take the pill, you might either have some amazing shit or it could kill you immediately. Yeah. So is it worth it to you? What if you got neither one of those? Ain't like you know, your your power was you could walk on water. And that's it. Like fucking. You better be back on that beach in five minutes. Know <laughs> <laughs> like, that. If, what if you got? Like, you know what suck? Like what if it just gave you Jesus's powers? That would be horrible. Who wants Jesus's powers? Well, you turn some. If all you got on a bad weekend, is I can make water. a bunch of fish. Yeah, <laughs> make some box wine real quick. You know what I'm saying? I can make some wine. <laughs> if Jesus has some whack ass powers yeah. to be godson. Come on, my dog. He'd be lit. He'd be lit in like college and shit. Like, <laughs> like fish sticks and, and box wine. That's it. Yeah, Jesus got the burning bush. Jesus, the weed man and shit. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Jesus uh, got the weed and the wine and all the bread. Yeah, Jesus like that, man. Man, Jesus has some little whack ass powers. 
<laughs> Need to get fucked up. I'll be back in three days, nigga. Don't you worry about that. I'll, I'll be, be back. right back. Oh. <laughs> man, what if your pals if you had fucking flat feet or some shit? Like, oh, you had gills. That would suck, yeah. man. You turned into Kevin Costner from Waterworld. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Like, what am I doing with this shit? Get punched in my yeah. face. And you live in Arizona. But you got gills. <laughs> you got gills. And yeah. nowhere near the water. So for five minutes, oh. you're just struggling to breathe. Party trick power ass motherfucker. Get oh, the fuck man. out of here. I remember that one dude took the shit and he just blew up. I was like, yo, powers you bust quick. Like, that's all that's, it. You that's all here. you do. Minute man. Uh, and you don't come back from that shit. So yeah, man. It, it. I, it was good. It was definitely good. But um, like we've talked about this before. And I think you've always been on the fence with Jamie Foxx as an actor, period. Yeah. Like I said, he's either amazing, you get Ray, or you get, what was that one where he was playing an instrument and, like, had fucked up teeth? He was under the, like, 101 freeway and shit? Yeah. Oh, the violin guy? The, yeah, the violinist the, uh, or the, some, some shit. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't work for me. Didn't work for me. Like, so, I, and, and that was off the heels of Ray. They, he was like, I'm going to get me another one. And it's like, we get you. You got your Oscar. You dope at that. Mm -hmm. Every role ain't going to be your Oscar role. We know you can do impressions, bro. Yeah. That's where it is, though. That's what I was thinking that. That's where it is. It's the fact that, because I think he did a good job on that, whatever the movie is with Michael B. um, Michael B. Jordan, whatever that, Jackson. Action. (laughs) Uh, I heard he he did a good job in that movie, right? But that was a, uh, like, he went, you, that's, that was somebody he could go study. Yeah. So maybe he's just good at being an impressionist and he can pick up people's mannerisms and things like that and make them real. Absolutely. Like with the Ray. So mm-hmm. maybe that's his bag. Like, you know, just, yeah. just pretending to be I somebody think, that you have footage of. It got you. I think one of his best roles, I, and it's still funny and it's still, it, it encompasses uh, Jamie Foxx as a, an Ali. I think that that role they played, that little side character, uh, I can't remember his name, but like that, like with the mannerisms and like right. we change and everything like that. I was like, oh, you, you would be, but he is an impressionist. That's what he's a comic. He, that's what he does. He just does it very well. Um, yeah. But yeah, because some of them are does. Like I, I, I have high hopes for Tyson. Like I think that he's going, he's going to knock that out. He better, oh, yeah, he's going to murder well, Tyson. He's going to kill Tyson. That's going to be tight. Yeah. That's going to be tight. Yeah. And he can still like hang out, hang out with him. Mm-hmm. He saw Ray a couple of times, you know. He can like kick it with Mike Tyson yeah. hard and just constantly mimic him, get it down. He already, we already know he's going to be big as fuck. He, he is big as yeah. fuck in Project Power. Yeah, he was. Already. Sure. So you can tell he's on his way to getting to that Tyson level. They're going to give him that haircut. It's a wrap. I'm not and even you can't worried that about that. Because there's a precedent for it. Because yeah. Michael Jai White did Tyson before. And he did great. And he did a great job on that shit. Yeah. So not only can you not, that came out fucking 20 years ago probably. So not only can you not fuck that up, but then Mike Tyson is still alive. He might find you. If you yeah, and, he, and he is a machine ready now, man. Yeah, but he's ready to He's going to jail. He's going to jail. <laughs> he going to jail. Man, the, the more I, I remember at first I was like, man, Roy, you know, he still got it. The more I keep looking at all this stuff, I'm going, man, Jenkins going to kill that boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it doesn't it, like when you like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, maybe they sped this shit up. Like, I was like, nah, <laughs> nah man, he's that, still like, dangerous. Nah, nah, and I, I think that he is like, I honestly believe him. I think that he, like, like that was a life that he like gave up 
and like you like all right he caught oh, i can't even say this shit he he put it in in, in a box or some shit like that right. but i think we like we think that it's entertainment but i think this motherfucker bringing that back like that mindset yeah. he wanted like, damn near yeah. kill somebody again yeah yeah because the way he's yeah. hitting he's looking like like you you only hit like that unless you try to take a motherfucker's life man like he is like like, I, I still, I, I think if he could, if Roy could get him past the first three rounds, mm-hmm. because he's gonna be in there. Because Tyson come out that joint. Tyson come out to that's kill you yeah. and go yeah, home. Yeah. yeah. So, so if if Roy can just just do enough to, to to survive to the fourth, I think he'll be straight. Yeah. But I heard it wouldn't even like him hitting the bags because I think that whole you know twenty second clip of him hitting bags and shit that's all cute. But he he had an interview. He was talking to somebody. And I was watching this shit on YouTube. And that shit like scared the fuck out of me, right? I think I know who's talking about. He was talking to this this uh he was talking to this white dude. Uh, just, I'm sorry, this interviewer. Let me to say whatever. But <laughs> um, he's talking. Then the interviewer asked him, so you know, asked him about his daughter that that died, right? And it's like, well, what happened to you, Mike? What happened? And he's like, well, you know, I I was gonna just get my guns. Cause I got a bunch of guns. I was going to just go and just on the killing spree and just kill everybody. But then I went to the hospital. I went to the hospital and there were other grieving parents because they had kids that died. That's kind of hospital it was. And I was like, you know, who am I to fucking, you know, be the person to go and do this? Like these people over here are being sad. Like it's not for me to go out and fucking hurt other people. Right. He's like, so and the guy says, well, what'd you do, Mike? What happened after that? Like, what'd you do? He's like, well, I did cocaine for like 48 hours straight. And then, um, <laughs> you know, and uh, and he gets he gets deathly like quiet. He's looking at this dude crazy. He's looking out. He's looking nowhere, right? And he's like, "Yeah." And he looks at the dude. He's like, "I'm sorry, but you gotta go. You understand? You gotta you gotta leave Mm-mm. right now. Mm-mm. You gotta go." No, and no, no. The dude was like. The white dude didn't even make a sound, and so Mike Mike stands up. He says, "Hey, y'all, y'all want to take this off me?" So this white dude goes over, and takes the microphone off of him, and he's like, "Thanks, Mike," and pats him on the little arm and walks off. He's like, "I'm sorry, but you gotta go. Y'all gotta get out of my house." I'm like, "Yo, this motherfucker is a killer." Anybody that calmly tells you how long they did cocaine, yeah. you don't you don't continue that. After yeah. that, that's that's another headspace that I just am never gonna know. Like you the gotta, dude wasn't even saying nothing. You gotta leave. He was just listening to him. He's like, "Yeah, you gotta go right now." You know what I yeah. mean? And the white dude was like, he's "Like, no, you gotta leave." Yeah, he <laughs> like, felt what? He felt his soul leaving. The fight hadn't started yet, and a part but of him was gone. Because even like now, I've been watching these interviews. Even these interviews, what Mike's doing now, he's like damn near crying. He's like, you know, he's telling himself, "You ain't shit." Motherfuckers don't believe in you. You ain't shit. What the fuck you gonna do? You ain't shit. You ain't shit. You know, so I gotta go out there. I gotta I gotta kill somebody. I gotta prove it. I'm like, yo, this dude, okay. He is not disarmed, man. He is no. <laughs> not at all. We acting like we put we act like we disarmed Mike Tyson. He's like, oh no, nah. then when you see him, and it's like that's what not not just the, the speed of just like he still got all his weaponry. He's yeah. still, because his mind is still, it'll go. We all yeah. think that. it's like playing with tigers and shit. It's like, you think it's cute? Do <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker eat your face? Yo, yeah, that's perfect. Mike Tyson is like playing with tigers. Yep. Yeah. Like you can see it. Like even any interview, yeah. you see. Roy about to be Siegfried. 
Especially in black culture, everybody growing up, you know that there's that one dude that was like, you never know. You never yeah. know this old dude, whatever. Like he might be, he crazy, but we he, like half the time he's okay. But you know, everybody knows, oh man, let's get away. This motherfucker about to fucking yeah. And nobody in the hood fucks with that dude. No, hell no, because he'll take it to whatever it takes. Wherever like, it gotta go. And a white man can't jump. Old man, old buddy was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I'm gonna go to my car, <laughs> get my guns. I'm gonna shoot everybody. Dog, everybody broke the fuck out. They're like, no, because he's crazy. They cleared out the whole basketball court. <laughs> it wasn't even like no talking to him. He's like, don't even worry about it. Go get my gun. I'm gonna shoot everybody. Like, oh, okay, we gotta go now. You didn't see that kind of mentality when he's even calm. Don't even worry about it. Like that, <laughs> and that dude walked to his car. Yes, he <laughs> Somebody's going. Somebody's got to go. He didn't even run to get hit. Nobody tried to beat him to his gun. Right. That, that That's Mike Tyson. So, yeah, man, like, Roy, I'd be rethinking everything. How much we getting paid for this? The money's got to go up. And I know that's why they postponed it, because they have more mm. money to make by waiting. Mm-hmm. Right. Roy? Meanwhile, Mike Tyson is on fucking Discovery Channel fighting the shark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, this dude just soothed the shark. Under- oh, man. I'm what like, you mean to tell me he's a Jedi too? Like, you don't Yo. do this, Roy. Don't do this. Man, man. I'm telling you, not st- you don't know what you're going to do. Like, let him be on like Broadway, whatever. That, 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 that's where he should stay and do his podcast. But putting him back in the ring, man, and it's not even like technical. I just don't know what this, I don't know. We all don't know what he's going to do. We well, see, let's do it like this. Let's play this game. What happens if, if 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 Tyson loses? I don't know what happens to the mental state of a man that loses that fight that wants it this bad. Like you said, he's emotional when he talks about these fights. Yeah. Mike, even I know. Did y'all see his one man show that he was doing for a while? I did. That was a, a long time. It was ago. a while ago. It was a while mm-hmm. ago. But he talks a lot about the fact that this is what he was bred to do. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, nothing else but Iron Mike Tyson. There's no Mike. Ain't no Mike up the street. This is Iron Mike Tyson. When I go in the ring, I have a job to do, and it is to put that man all the way down, whatever that means. So, Roy don't have that. No. Roy is a fighter, but I don't believe that he's going in the ring with that mentality. Yeah. No. This is like, oh, yeah, I want to get back out there. He wants to get back out there. Let's mix it up. You ain't going in there with somebody that just wants to mix it up with you, Roy. You must have forgot. Roy Roy is assassin days are over. I mean, there were times where he would go in there and just destroy somebody. But those days for him, I just think they're they're gone. Um, In the the fact that he has, it's like, it's almost, it's almost like uh, his platform is almost like a comic. He has to kill because he has to come back out. He's not like Roy and he's like, does some Instagram stuff. He has a podcast. He's out there. Yeah. He yeah. ain't coming yeah. back with no loss. He's yeah. not coming back with no loss. It's like, he's just not, he'll, he'll get disqualified or something before he does that. <laughs> I'll yeah. bite your nigga ear off. I'll bite him before you go. Yeah. <laughs> Proven, I will bite it I'll and bite. stop the fight. Mm. He's done it. This is a man who's done that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Holyfield was whooping his ass. He was like, I gotta stop this shit. <laughs> Like, can you imagine being like, like you said, he has a podcast. Marcus is a boxer. He get his ass all the way whooped, and then we got yeah. a pod the next week. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm talking about Tyson, right? You nigga. No, uh-uh. 
That's what I'm, I'm saying, winning. though. I'm winning. I'm winning that. But we yeah. got to come back. So yeah. in the, no, in the chance, you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We got to pod the next week. And I'm <laughs> like, here's my man. I come back looking like Martin and shit and fucking face off, <laughs> swole up. <laughs> and yeah, a whole new intro. You know, you know your guests are lit. Your guests are lit after that fight. You got like oh yeah. the next like three months, big guests because everybody wants to, you know. Job. I'll do that. I'll fight everybody, Mike Tyson. Everybody would be like, oh, we got to listen to this shit. Yeah, I, I do my, my Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I think I could beat Mike Tyson. You ain't going to beat my man 100 grand that week. I'm like, it's my man, 25 grand, mm, Marcus Palmer. Mm. I lost 75 grand in Vegas betting on this nigga. So. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, put, I put my money on that nigga, too. I don't know what you did. <laughs> he be like, you should have put you your money did? with me. <laughs> like, bro, you thought, did you see me training? No. <laughs> I plan on going down early. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm going, we going to the club after this. I'm getting hit one time. One time. <laughs> Taking an ibuprofen before the fight. Like I'm gonna oh, stop yeah. all this swelling. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Mike Tyson. Man. I hope that fight does do well. I really do. And I, what I mean by well, I mean that both of them survive at the end of that fight. Uh, especially mm. Roy. You're a nice guy, from what I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want any problems. Me. We don't want any problems. Uh, shit, what else we got? We got we got a lot to do, man. So I don't even know uh, where else you want to go from there. Uh, you know, let's get into this cat thing, man. Uh, while we talk about like stuff that's current, it's going on. Project Power, uh, Brandon. Uh, you can you can tell us about it, man. You the one that brought it to my attention. Cat Williams uh, dropping yeah. some shit. Yeah, Cat Williams dropped some knowledge. I saw it this morning because uh, I follow Supreme, so it's a Supreme commercial. And I wasn't, ex- obviously, I was a skateboarding company, clothing company, so I wasn't expecting that. And then all of a sudden, you have Cat uh, Williams on there um, dropping some knowledge. And, and it was obviously just being a comic and a designer was very intriguing to me. But, I mean, I felt that it was intriguing on all levels. I mean, I felt like the, the, the for me, the, like, what he was saying is obviously powerful, but even as being a stand-up and coming out, in saying the state of America is like coming out and just saying like that was that that's a comics worth fear right there. It's coming out and nobody says shit. Right. And, you know what I mean? Like, and that's how America is right now. This is the like that nothing's happening. Shit shut down. And, and, and where we're at, I was not expecting that from cat. I wasn't. And I was, you know, I, I, I applaud him for it, and then, uh, but I want to know you guys take it. Then I also want to know: is this this is this the stance that comics have to take now? Is this being a pillar of telling the truth or telling our truths to 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 America or whoever's listening? Is this yeah. a, a, a lane? Is this a lane now? Yeah, this- uh, I think so. Uh, that, matter of fact, that's what I wrote down after I saw it. Was uh, comedians strangely now are where you get the truth from? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think that was always the case. Well, it was, but now it's not. It doesn't even have to be funny anymore. You right. know, at, my first thought when this started, when I started watching it, and if y'all haven't so. seen it, uh, it came out literally right after we finished recording the part from the previous week. Um, I saw it, and my first thought was, "Okay, this is going to be Diet Chappelle." That was my yep. first thought. Yep. <laughs> All right, and I'm saying that from when it first first came on. The more I listened to him, the more I was like, this is Cat in his prime that can't go do his regular shit. Cat very much feeds off the energy of the people that's in his audience. A lot of us are feeling that shit right now. Mm-hmm. So, but this one was funnier than the Chappelle one 
because the Chappelle one happened at a time when there was nothing funny to be said. There wasn't an angle. There wasn't a take. It was, this is the info we got to get out. Cats had some time to sit with this, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's been enough events that have happened, unfortunately, that you can put something together. You know, his deliberate wig or Takashi that he put on, you know what I'm saying? That's not something you do off the cuff like Chappelle's. So Cat can come up there and give a truth. And strangely, we're the ones people trust now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like more than anybody. And, and like, like Marcus said, that's been the case. But you can't trust the politicians. You can't trust the faux politicians that's in there right now. You can't trust any of it. So a comedian can come and give you an angle and a spin on it that'll make you fucking listen. It's, yep. it's, it's rare and it's strange, but this one was dope. I hope a lot of, I hope this catches as much traction as the Chappelle one did. Yeah. It won't. I don't think it will, but yeah. I mean, I, I mean it's, it's Chappelle, so it's not fair to say. So let me just say, let me say that part. Anything Chappelle does is going to be, I mean, you're talking about it's going to be, you know, millions of views. This might get a few, uh, hundred thousand. So <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just felt like it was very obvious. I, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad Cat came out and he looked like he was, you know, clear for once, and he wasn't on the yeah. fucking stage doing push-ups in the middle of, of his set, uh, and or or rapping. But it just seemed like it was a, it was obvious. I'm not saying he's biting off Chappelle. I think anybody, especially someone of his magnitude, that feels like they want to, you know, put their message out in their platform, and however they want to do it, as long as it's respectful, and as long as it's helpful, then yeah, I mean, do your thing, my nigga. But I don't, I, like, the reason why I don't think it's going to get a lot of views is because it was very obvious. Like, Chappelle's thing, I know it's not fair because it's Chappelle, but it seemed more introspective. It was like a story. That was a story about these certain dates and when these things happen and these certain times and when they happen and how they lined up with his life. There was a joke at here and there having, and, and then um, him com coming across people that had relationships directly to him that made these changes. Um, the Cat Williams thing, I do, th I do think it was good, but I don't think there was, I, I don't think it was special. Um, I think it's because it was Cat Williams saying it, that it was like, okay, this is Cat. We all respect them. We love Cat. It's cool to see him out there on the stage. It's cool. Maybe comedians respect him more than somebody that's not a stand-up. Maybe yeah. you guys see it differently yeah. than I do. Um, I well, for me, I yeah, like you said, <clears throat> I was very happy to see him clear. Yeah. Off top. Let me let me preface that. It also came off more scripted than Chappelle's. Chappelle's to me, and I said this in the um the, the short we did about it. Chappelle seemed like it was a 45-minute shoot that they shortened down to the eight or however mm -hmm. long it was. Like, I felt like there was a lot of stuff in between where they cut to the crowd and then flipped to him saying something where maybe he was rambling a little bit further. This one seemed very, very calculated because, like Brandon said, like, it's, it's sponsored by Supreme. They was like, oh, no, we're going to make sure this shit is, you know, boom, boom, boom. So oh, yeah. it doesn't come off. So it doesn't come off as genuine as Chappelle's does. You know what I'm saying? Why did that? I mean, I didn't know that was a partnership. That's interesting to look into. Yeah, the Supreme Cat Williams thing. Like, how does that? I don't know how. Like, what he's like, th and this is where I was going to say this. Um, 
it because Supreme is like uh you know they're like a fringe um a brand skater yeah. punk you know alt brand but they yeah. you know they came out with the it, and then and it made me think of just like how even with the shots how they did the shots they were doing like like a special shot like, mm -hmm. he, I mean it was just him but they were cut here cut there and it right. was like is and then with 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 the, with the with the lace front wig and this and it made me think and I don't know this and just as being a comedian is Cat Williams even though they're on the same team is he the anti Chappelle? Hmm. Is he the anti Chappelle? Like as far as career choices, what he does, how he's looked at, it's not like he ain't funny. It's not like he ain't a legend. It's not like he. Yeah. But. He is like how Chappelle was. It felt like it was honest. I can go with that. No, no, because because before Chappelle fucked up. He okay. He the, the Comedy Central deal. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say he didn't fuck up. up. He didn't fuck yeah, yeah. that up. He 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 left the deal. I'm not gonna do that. But instead of going around and doing the antics while he was trying to get his mental health straight, he was like, I'm gonna go away for a while and I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I wanna do. If I feel like walking into a place and doing a set in my little town in Ohio, I'll do that. But Cat Williams was kind of losing it mm -hmm. and, and, and reaching for the attention. And he was wilding Publicly. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Way so too instead publicly. of like, yeah, like they were definitely on both um, different ends of the spectrum as far as how they were going about their career. No, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I can't call him the anti-Chappelle because if you want to just go with the whole, I'm not going with the grain of Hollywood, both of them did that. They just did right. that differently. So yeah. it's not like Chappelle sold out to the establishment and he was trying to do Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. I would say there's Cat and Dave and then there's like your Kevin Hart. Where Kevin Hart is Hollywood, Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't got no shenanigans like that. I mean, yeah, he had his, you know, his cheating on his wife and this and that. Uh, but not like to that extent where, you know, cats throwing rocks at people on tractors in the morning that, and crazy that, shit. Like, that's, that's different. Like this. I'm not saying like, like, I don't think it's intentional. I think I'm saying like as career choices of like, there's still... Like we're, we're we're talking about Cat Williams and and the Supreme thing, and the only thing that we can even like make it connect to is what Chappelle did, and so what I'm saying is that their careers started off they they were both kings of comedy, but they kind of like went Chappelle made logical choices, even though people maybe thought they were logical, whatever, but he did that yeah. in a more polished way where Cat did the most hoodish, craziest shit. And, and I was gonna yeah. I was gonna say that. I think I think Chappelle's comedy is smarter than Cat Williams' comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But do you okay, so you said you said Kevin Hart. Do you think Kevin Hart could do something like that? No, I don't think I think if Kevin did it, it would come off very corporate. Yeah. And that's that's what I mean. That's the difference. Like and, and don't but get I'm, me wrong, like I like Kevin, but I feel like if mm -hmm. he did it, it would sound like and best believe his team is gonna go, we're gonna have to make this thing as big as it possibly can be because you're Kevin Hart. He's not just going to come up and pop up with something off the cuff. It's going to be very, you know, and after you, after you finish with Black Lives Matter, make sure you come and see Night School 2. It's coming out I mean, next oh, please month. Please don't do that. <laughs> you know um, what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be attached <laughs> to something because I mean, he's be in that polished. corporate machine. It, yeah. would, it, it wouldn't feel genuine. It would be too polished. It would be... Oh, no, go ahead. No, I'm good. Go ahead. I was going to say, is did... 
in this vein, like I was saying, I'm just curious about this because it made me think. In this vein of, uh, it's like I said, it's like, is this what Kalame is coming to? Is, 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 is um, Kat and uh, Dave more in tune than Kevin? Because Kevin can't even step into this space to tell right. the truth. So is Ooh. Kevin a production now? Is he like more of a movie? Yes. Everything he does is to yeah. further the Kevin Hart. Kevin's a whole brand. Yeah. yeah. Kevin is making hundreds of millions of dollars. These studios are probably making billions off of Kevin Hart. Yeah. Whether yeah, we like his. That bag. No, they're not fucking that up with you doing some BLM off the cuff. Like, they don't want to yeah. hear it. And if you do do it, it's going to be in the confines of whatever we have you under contractually. That's just what it is. And I'm fine with that. I'm not mad at Kevin for getting his back. I know a lot of people be like, he sold out. All right, you sell out something. <laughs> like, yeah. Sell I'm anything. That, but he can't. It, it feels like true. Like it's a tr like. I guess being like a purist, a purist can do yeah. that. Yes, a purist can go and say, "All right, I'm going to say this, whether it's a backing by Supreme or Netflix or whatever." But I, this is what I'm going to say, and I've earned that right. And I guess that yeah, yeah. Where he's, and, and he's went so far up. What y'all yeah. are both saying about how uh, Dave is doing it and how Cat is doing it is exactly that. One of the things that through all the cat shenanigans and Dave's non shenanigans, but everybody, I don't care if you're a comedian or not, you know, he left that big bag at Comedy Central. Everybody yeah. knows that, right? Mm -hmm. What that affords you is I trust you. Yeah. So you can come on and tell me whatever you want to tell me, and I'm going to believe you believe it because Cat has been doing all of his public fuckery and we see it. And we know this is who you are. Dave has let us know money's not going to control me. So here's what I think. We I mean, don't, we're not going to get that from Kat. If Tiffany came out tomorrow and put one out, we're going to go, no, nah, you ain't ready. No. I mean, this ain't yeah, it. She's, she's, to me, yeah. she's Cardi B to me. So. <laughs> Damn. She's, oh, so she you think she got some wet ass jokes? <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I mean, I would assume so, but some wet ass jokes. But some um, wedge. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, I just think, like, I don't want to get too far in this, but who knows what's going to happen? I think Cardi B is uh, a built up artist. Mm. Oh yeah, they build. Her, it's, a, it's built her, her, around a everything personality. Is, everything is everything is written for her. Her moves are made probably outside of IG. Everything that she does is very, it's very scheduled. It's very intentional. Um, she was built up by a company. I think the same thing about Tiffany. I think she got with the right dude who was going up, was loyal to him, and he's helped her build her brand. Not saying that women can't build a brand, but I think it's very obvious that Kevin Hart has a, been heavy-handed in Tiffany Haddish's career. Mm -hmm. But what I was going to say was, I think Kevin Hart is too positive. And I think we trust people that are overly fucking positive about everything that happens every day in your life. Mm. You trust people that are also have gone through shit or are going through the same shit you're going through. You trust people that fear the same things that you fear. Right? Kevin Hart's life, the way he talks about it, the way it's simulated even on his IG shit that he puts out, it's very cushy, casual, positive, Hey man, just glad I woke up today, you guys. Just know that uh, while he's laying in his fucking king, fucking size bed, California king, pillows and dogs everywhere, 
got a got a got a little bad got a baddie of a wife holding a baby in a big ass house. Yeah, you guys just stay positive. You know what I'm saying? And you know, like just just keep pushing, man. Just keep. Pu- don't nobody want to hear that shit all the fucking time. I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe you're happy all the time. I don't believe. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't believe that the shit you push. Like I was listening to fucking um. Maybe it had to be like three months ago. Listen to Joe Rogan and Kevin Hart was on there. And his whole shit was positive the whole time. Yeah, man, you know, I just kept, you know, I just kept pushing, man. And you got to keep positive. And you got to keep doing. Like, I don't. It's like we were talking about on Facebook when people or, or, or any social media. The only thing you see from people is how great everything is. We don't believe you. Yeah. We know you're stunting. Yeah. Nobody's life is that good. And if your life is that good, then you don't know where the fuck I'm coming from and what I'm going through. So I don't trust you. Yeah. That's why Kevin can't do that. Because, yeah, you're a great dude. Probably do a lot for the community. But when you come out with that messaging, it's like, bro, you don't know what the fuck I go through. Like, you yeah. don't know what the fuck how, how this is. But even if he does, he feels owned. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, he's, like Ameri- he's definitely handled. He's American handled. gangster, Frank Lucas. He's like, nobody owns me, though. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's your cat. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You might not like what I got to say. You might not like the legal shit that didn't happen to me, but you mm. know I'm real as fuck when I show up. I yeah, prefer man. that guy. The happy all the time guy, I'm like, you got secrets. Yeah. There's something it, happening back there that you don't want me to know about because you're yeah. way too jipper around this bitch, like, all yeah, the time. Sure. I'm not feeling it. Not and feeling it, hurts, it at all. And it hurts, it hurts them when they do. It hurts. It, like, you, you lose bags. Like, you build that bag up, build it, build it, build it, build it, build it, to be that super polished, that super positive. And then you get in these skirmishes. You can survive it, like, obviously you did, but it's going to yeah. hurt. It's going it, it, <laughs> to – then you got to do a fucking apology tour and shit like that and all that. Where you could just be like, nah, I'm not doing none of that shit. Like, if I don't even know who Cat Williams is with right now. No. And if he got into some shit where they was like, oh my God, he cheated on this woman, he gonna be like, yeah, I cheated on that bitch. And I'm, <laughs> and it's gonna be gone. The like, end. Yeah, it'll be like, you might say it in a <laughs> He's not doing a tour. Yeah. He's not doing a tour, she- apology tour. None he of did that. that shit with, with uh, Kevin Hart. He had to make a whole goddamn documentary based around that shit. <laughs> 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 okay, so right? uh, in in the vein of in the vein of comedy and, and people being bigger and, and major things like that. All right. I got a question for both of you guys, since both of you guys are stand-up comedians. Mm-hmm. Um given that you see people that crash and burn and you see people that, you know, shine like the fucking sun, has there ever been a moment either either in com- in, in comedy or your personal life? business life whatever you want to call it was there ever a time where i'll ask brandon first right was there ever a time where you said i'm about to hang this shit up <laughs> yeah hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah okay like like the the uh the mo the the hardest time or like the the most the most impactful time was probably when uh, when the club that I came up closed mm-hmm. and how it went down. And at that point, I was a, uh, a, a club comic is what, you, what, what they call you. And a club comic is somebody that's associated to a club. Okay. So oh, I'm associated with the John Lovers Club. So comics like treat you with some sort of something like that. And like, cause they know, oh, this is, that, almost that's how you're introduced. It's like, oh, this right. is Brandon from, John Love is blah, 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 blah. Once that shit wrapped up, 
nobody gave a fuck about mm-hmm. nothing. Nobody gives a shit about shit. You ain't got no show over there. You can't get me no spot. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. And it dries the fuck up. And that was a time where I thought, man, maybe. Now, that, 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 that is a, a strike that you earn, though. That's a time where you're like, maybe you should think about that. I, I'm proud of this thing. I'm like, man, I should wrap this up, man. This blah, blah, blah. I ain't getting the respect, this, that, and the other thing. But that's when you have to fucking grind and say, and that's when you're almost insane. and like, nah, fuck them. I'm fucking funny. I'm about to blah, blah, blah. And then you fucking start making your own connections and building it up. And even though they're smaller shows and ain't in the limelight of the club that you were in, you build them up and you stay fucking funny. And that is how you do that. And then when you rise up and you come back and those same motherfuckers, are still sitting out there at the club or whatever club that the security guards that weren't saying shit, blah, 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 this, that, another thing. But they see your shit, but they ain't never liking it. But you know that they seeing it <laughs> yep. and they already know, like, oh, yeah, you, you, now I got it from the mud, though. Now I got, there ain't nothing that you could tell me now. And no, I ain't got no show you can get on, pimp, at all. But, like, that, that would be a time where I thought, like, yeah, hell yeah. It was, like, like uh, it, you become, you're almost, your name becomes synonymous with a club. And it's good and it's bad, but you gotta be strong enough to get out of that shit. That's my my take on it. Like, yeah. So, yeah. So, how hard is it to get onto another club if you if you were known to be at one? Like, if you're known to be at Lovitz, how hard is it to, to, to trans? Like, I don't want to say transfer. That sounds fucking dumb. But how to work your way into another spot? Well, when you honestly, I thought the exact same moment as Brandon when mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about which one made you be like, maybe this ain't for me. I got a lot of clout real fast working at the club me and Brandon was at. Mm-hmm. It was like, that's where those cats are. Both of us was on the flyer for the open mics. Mm-hmm. We was helping each other get money, helping each other build. And when it ended, I was like, shit, this is the only place I know to go weekly. Right. That I'm welcome, that I can get a lot of time, and that people call me for. And I'm mm-hmm. a brand new name. But my, my Instagram or DMs or whatever, blowing up. Hey, can you put me on the list? Can you get me a spot? You find out exactly who's still cool with you when, when you yeah. ain't that guy no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I started going from there to Claremont, uh, out to where uh, Jimmy Shaw and Sean Williams and uh, Lania Dominguez, these three comics used to run an open mic at the Flappers out there. And they remembered me from Lovitz. So when I showed up, it was, oh, that's Sam from oh that's right and then they they shut up because they're like damn that's, mm-hmm. i know that's a soft spot that that club is closed yeah. welcome me with open open arms and i still had a spot but to transition from that to i'm just a comic with no room you immediately now you feel like you gotta have a spot you gotta go get you a room you gotta have somewhere to tell comics you can come up over here whether you're paying them or not mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of money in that um I don't, and not like money, money, because ain't no money in comedy in L.A. Uh, <laughs> like the, the currency. Just currency, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of money in that. It's, yeah. it's the most nuts feeling to feel like a homeless comic. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But I will say this. I'll say this right now. And I'm glad that uh, we're on this podcast. Hands down, newest club that, that came on the scene, Littest fucking open mic in LA hands down I don't give a fuck Easily. what anybody says no 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 nothing no but like we were like that club was only two years old it wasn't the improv it wasn't the comedy store it wasn't laugh mm-hmm. factory the littest open mic we did that me and said the littest open mic motherfucker we had like name on the jumbotron and universal motherfuckers calling us to get on the parking pass littest open mic period yeah. I'm saying from ground up from like the time that we had it 
mm-hmm. the time that we had it and the, what we grew it into. I ain't never seen nobody still. I see still see motherfuckers like, well, anytime a memory comes up and we post something or something on Facebook, motherfuckers flood the comments. Oh my God, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I remember that. And this, man, dude, it was like- It I, was I, a I, moment. It yeah, was a whole it was moment. moment. It was a moment. We had a we had a moment there, and um, and and I would just want to say that man, we built something off of that man. That shit was special. But we had a lot of moments there, bro. <sighs> Ain't nobody trying to make y'all, you know, suck they dick, you know, on stage or nothing like that. No, no, no. That was that was the Bigs guy we was talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's, <laughs> like, that's the, you can't you can't do this. You can't be where we're sitting right now. You cannot be where we're sitting right now. And taking that sucking dick route. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah. The people that dig, there was cats. I'm telling you, dog. Like, I think if I had landed anywhere else, if I had been like, let me just go to some random bar and start doing comedy, and I end yeah. up in there with Brandon, I wouldn't, we wouldn't be sitting here doing this pod today. Mm. Because the shit that I saw from some of the promoters, the janky shit that was happening, the pitfalls Ooh. I missed. Oh my God. I saw the chicks yeah. that was like, oh yeah, you know, I gotta go do something to get this spot. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> and most of them aren't doing comedy anymore because no, yeah. they got turned out. Like they got, got turned out mm. and done. Your self-worth got fucked up. And wow. it, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. And like I just l- luckily did that because I worked there and I saw it. And they and like I worked there and became a comic in that club. So that that I got to see before they gave me the date or before that I was serving and barking. So I got to see all that shit. And I was like, man, bro, like you doing this for this fuck ass show? You up there in the green room? <laughs> <laughs> Letting this motherfucker kiss up on you for five minutes. For this shit? <laughs> wow. And no pay. Like you paid $10 no to park. Pay. Like you paid $10 to suck dick. Like what is you yeah. doing? <laughs> and then you, I'm looking at the motherfucker, and we, I know we talked about the same person. I'm looking at this motherfucker, he's tricking these bitches out, and then I'm like, man, you, you, and you over here complaining about 15 bucks. Like, you, like, you know what I'm saying? You pay, they pay them $35, and he complained about parking, but you over here in the green room, like, you know what I mean? Let them kiss up on you, and like, bro, like, see, that, and that goes for male or female. The same thing with, you know, with male comics, they ain't doing that, but they like, pumping you out, going, hey, you got to do this, or you got to pay me $100, and you got to get 10 oh, things. Oh, yeah. Like, like that, that same, it's the same thing. And then you pump everybody out, and then you, before you know it, you're working for them. And yeah. it shouldn't, it should be a partnership. It should, not saying that you ain't got to pump out tickets, but there are some dudes that were just, man, they were just pimps. That's all they were. But, mm-hmm. and, and for me, Lovitz gave me, and I didn't realize it was going to be this at the time, it gave me national attention. And I don't mean on some big grand scale with television, but when I'd go and do comedy festivals in New York or go to Chicago, there was always somebody in there that would vouch for me. And Mm. comedy is such a close knit, you know, family of people. I go out to to New York and I'm at a spot. We out there doing spots at all these different bar gigs and shit in Park Slope and Zenobia Del Mar walks in. Absolutely hilarious female. And one of the realest people you'll ever meet. Yep. She was like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, she all fucking Joyzy and shit uh, of, of Boston. And she all she was like, yo, and she started telling people like, yo, he, they had the craziest open mic in L.A. She left because she hated L.A. too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. She hated the whole scene and she's still doing fine. But she never took shit from any of the types of bookers that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. None of it. Like she been to beat one of their ass <laughs> for real. That shit would have gone well for them. So, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, shout out to Zenobia, man. Hopefully we can have her on on this shit. She'd probably be... If you talk about some real talk in the comedy game, god damn. Yeah. yeah. Zenobia fucking kill it out here. But yeah, man. I, I still want Marcus to try it one time. For Just what? once. Just one. What you mean for what? Will Marcus vow to try comedy one time for the one time, or will he tell us to kick rocks like normal? Tune in next week for part two of Tony Would Never on the Illegal Opinions podcast.